Well, August came and went <laughs> pretty quickly. I'd say so. We missed quota. Eh, not that surprising. No, no, it's... You know, I have mixed feelings about that. Okay. Right? Lay it on me. It's... Remember I made the joke a few months ago, I, I entitled one of the episodes, I Miss the Pandemic. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's along that line. Because, you know, in the two and a half, or two some odd years, it's now two and a half where we're sitting now, but remember, like, at least for myself, I went back to work in late March. Mm-hmm. Back to my regular job, mm-hmm. right? And even when I had the temp job with Toronto Public Health and at the vaccine clinics, we were somehow still able to find time to tape this show on a bi-weekly or, and, and, and sometimes weekly basis. But as some, some semblance of, nor, of normalcy, you can cough <laughs> if you have to cough. <laughs> as some sort of, uh, as so, some semblance of normal, at least, okay, on a personal level, came back. Yeah. And you know what? I'm already I'm already regretting. I forgot to put the uh, pop filter on this microphone. <laughs> We're still using the new microphones here, but I forgot to put put the pop filter on this one. So I'm gonna quickly regret it. We, there's a windscreen on these charades, but not a pop filter. Mm. So, where the uh, train of thought's gone? Yeah, I, I, as as I went back to my normal job, the the days, the hours, the the schedule was. Well, consistent. Although even in in the old job, I was still I worked in a, a four or five days a week. It's just nothing matches up anymore. Like in terms of our own schedules, to be able to meet up, even online, to be able to do episodes. I mean, here we are doing a space heater chat, just me and you, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Here at six points. So where's the others, Mo? is sick. James is sick. Amy is at the CNE. And truth be told, knowing what Amy does for a living, I didn't think she'd be available anyway. No, and you're probably right because she's preparing for work as well. Mm-hmm. In a couple days. I guess the more accurate thing this would be that it would have been doubtful knowing that she has to prepare for the upcoming school season. So, because that stuff takes a lot of work. I do not doubt that. One second. So, that's where we are. So, like I said, August has come and gone. We're in the first couple days of September. Um, as we're taping this, we're taping this at 10 p.m. on Sunday evening, August the 4th. We're in the middle of the Labor Day long weekend here in North America. Chances are all of our listeners are in North America, so everybody is enjoying the same weekend. At least uh, this weekend. Mm-hmm. But uh, needless to say, a lot has also happened in the... Well, this is, it's now officially four weeks, or is it five weeks, since we last did our last taped episode 69. Give or take a full month, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you have any, uh, first of all, uh, any further thoughts after, after episode 69 and what you put us through last time, Kevin? No regrets. I, I, I don't think there. Well, I never came up with a name for that game show I did. Well, I didn't. I didn't really have one in mind. No, no. But uh, I did uh, when I tweeted out the link to the episode a few days ago. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh my god. That, uh, this tells you how badly things are, right, Nicholas? I I uh, tagged uh, I tagged and game shows. Oh, really? Tweet, just to see what they'd say. First of all, they haven't said anything directly. Probably. They just gave a like. 
Oh. They just gave a like to the tweet, but I don't think anybody there has actually listened to the episode. Because, you know, who really does? Perhaps it's for the best anyway. <laughs> Maybe. No, the other thing, too, is that I could have used more recent titles. Like, I didn't use Monkey's Happening. I didn't use... Uh, what's the other, like, really good recent hentai that have come out like i don't really follow a lot of new hentai anime so then it was just me at the spur of the moment trying to think of different titles that catered to my whimsy and how i want to structure certain questions so that one question that had orange and black in the titles like that was something i purposely wanted to do and then there were the ones where like i Use Boku no on purpose. Like I, I tried to think of little quirks like that, and so I spent more time creating the questions as a result. And I procrastinated because I should have had them all completed by the night before. Yeah, but well, that's sort of our nature these days. But I digress. It was fun. Uh, could have used. Could have done some more visual novels. Could have put in a couple more BL as well. Well, the visual novels thing, well, like when I think of, uh, of visual novels and those type of things, I start thinking cho- uh, titles like canon, mm-hmm. which in one, se- in one medium was adult, but in, other me- in another medium was pretty PG. Yeah. A couple of the questions could have been phrased better, or I should have at the start say, which one of these anime titles is cultured or which one of these visual novels are cultured that way i can have those differences laid out from the get-go so that there will have been the shuffle confusion in the in the general structure of a game show that would actually be a good interesting category play this or that like uh like you don't know jack right Mm. present a title and what and where's the culture where was the cultured material yeah was it in a visual novel or was it in an anime or was it in a manga because it may be in other other incarnations it wasn't well one you could one you can make the argument there's i think a title off the and i'm forgetting off the top of my head as it was a general it was a the original anime series was fairly general was fairly pg but then the uav was pretty adult Oh, is this Gaku in Heaven we're talking about? Or? It's even further back, I think. But what Legend of the Overfiend, or was it Wordsworth? Well, first of all, uh, there's a part of me wondering if I'm incriminating myself. Well, well, long-time listeners know you've incriminated yourself a long time ago, but uh, and and on many occasions, but. Yeah, I don't think it really matters. Like, well, who, the, the only thing is right now the t- title just escapes me. And maybe in a future episode, I'll, try, I'll remember. And okay. I'll bring it up. Promise, just, that's or, a promise. Or it's just like how I couldn't think of that title that glamorized murder at the moment. I was thinking of you, the show. Not okay, like, well, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get where you're going. <laughs> it just couldn't, just didn't come to mind at the moment. Uh. Probably would have wanted 20, but then, like, because initially I was thinking 10 each, but then, you know, we were running out of time, so I was like, okay, yeah, let's just get on with it. Well, at least you gave a concept, just like uh, when when Mo gave a concept for a game show last year, right? Mm-hmm. So nothing wrong with it. As I said, hope Anime uh, anime North game shows were listening, and maybe uh, they can steal the idea. I actually want to do, like, a name that tune kind of thing one day, but then we'd be very limited in the sense that I'd... I'd only could play like five seconds at a time so that we don't get like copyright striked or we wouldn't be pursued by people. Like, oh, that would be that would that wouldn't that would be an off the record type uh, type thing. Because if you put it, I think if it's five seconds, then it's fine. I think that's what the limitation is. I'm sure. Th- I'm sure there'd be disagreement from there that side. You know? No, I've seen people do these things on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. That's, okay. So that's usually what. Those, which, which, I, which I don't always keep. Yeah, that's what those people with. have done. Okay. All right. So, the hell do you want to talk about uh, on a space heater chat? I mean, we, we never structure these things. 
right? Maybe we give a general idea of stuff we want to bring up, but um, can't say we were even there today because this is really, I wouldn't say spur of the moment because I asked the others if they could, uh, if they were willing to come up, but then I just told you their replies. Well, I guess one thing we could bring up is just there have been things going on, but I just hadn't felt compelled to go to them. So I miss Japan Fest. Oh yeah, Japan uh, Japan Festival Can uh, Japan Fest Canada, right? The that Kaidaj is uh, it does, and that was two weeks ago. And that's generally a thing I'm more inclined to go to, if only because it's ten minutes away from my house. But just didn't end up going. No, no, I, I was recovering from work, frankly speaking. So you're either working or recovering from it, so I couldn't go. And part of the reason was because I made a commitment to go hang out with a friend that weekend, but I could have gone at least one day and I just didn't. Okay. Like, I felt like I could have gone at least one of those days. I think one other day I was busy and mm -hmm. didn't go, but then yeah, I just didn't think to go. Oh, well. I did. It kind of slipped my mind, to be honest. It wasn't until maybe Saturday that I was like, oh, yeah, this is going on this weekend, and then... Well, I got the... I, I just didn't go. Yeah. So there, initially, I got the dates mixed up a little bit. I, I thought I was thinking a week later, but it was no two weeks ago today, I think. I think. And see, my memories of, uh, of attending um, Japan Festival Canada, I've only attended, I think, the first two mm. in, in various forms. The first one, took place the day after the JCCC Summer Festival, or Oban Fest. Oh, I've been wanting to go to that too. It, that, that feels more organic. Just, well, but, but, and I think that in the end, they're also quite different. But there, there, there's something that feels authentic about going there. Yeah. I mean, it, and I know people will give me grief. Maybe they're very different things. I get it. And I respect it. It's just that... Obviously, uh, having the the two took place on the same weekend on on consecutive days. Uh, JCCC on Saturday, Japan Cup Festival Canada on a Sunday. This was like in I think 20, 2017? Mm -hmm. or is it twenty sixteen? Uh, I'm forgetting now. I think twenty six. It might have been twenty sixteen. Okay, might have been twenty sixteen. So. Yeah, that's what that's what it was, and and that and then the Japan Fest Canada. That was the very first time it happened. I've been to the prior Japan Fests. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Plus, uh, I think the only other time I went was in the middle of watching. Like I was uh, at the same time I was there, I was also keeping up with the final game, final match at the Dota Two International that year. I think it was in twenty nine. It might have been in twenty nineteen. Mm, okay, right, twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. It was 2018, because it was in Vancouver. Now I remember. That year. And, well, it would, so I was, like, like walking, the, walking the place, and then at the same time watching oh a little God. bit on, the, on, on my phone, just keeping <laughs> up with the match. So, and, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more esports a bit later on. Because mm -hmm. we're talking about things that have already happened in Toronto, and then we'll talk about something that happens soon. So there's that. And yeah, it, it wasn't a thing for me to, to want to go to. I guess this is maybe partly my age showing. And honestly speaking, I just mentioned my, my going back to work. I was working through much of that weekend. And by the time, and I, had, and I had the rest of the Sunday off. But I was just too exhausted from work to want to go anyway. Mm. Plus, I'm trying to remember the weather that weekend. I think Sunday of Japan Fest, it was raining. Oh, yes, that's right. You were probably right, actually. Because I hung out with my friend on that day, and we were worried about the rain affecting our walk. But in the end, it didn't rain. Like there, It didn't rain until much later. It, okay, so it was in the forecast, but okay. It was supposed to rain at 3, 4 p.m. in my part of Toronto, and it didn't rain until 9-ish. All right, that's, uh, that's one way to put it. Okay. Like, we literally got to my car right when it started to rain. 
Hmm. When we took the subway back up to Finch Station. Stroke of good fortune on my part, I'd I, say. I guess. Let's see. Well, okay. Missed the X as well, or missing the X, I should say. But by the time this comes out, I will have missed the X. Yeah, more than likely. Well, okay, Japan Festival Canada also took uh, took place on the same weekend, well, as the CNE opening weekend, right? Yes. And that's come and gone. That's been going on. That's where Amy is. So, I mean, okay, well, how do you feel about possibly not going to it this year? I don't care about the X anymore, truth be told. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah, well. So, when I was younger, the X was a lot of fun. I would go every year. There was a stretch of maybe, I don't know, six to seven or eight years where I would go every year. From elementary school through most of high school. And to be honest, one of the big draws was that we could go to Ontario Place for free by crossing the bridge. Oh, yeah, that, that's, that was one of the things at the time. Now, I believe how it worked was that you were free to go into Ontario Place, but if you want to go into the rides, you still had to pay for a ride pass, I believe. But the water park, I believe, was free access. Okay, I, that part, the, the, those particulars, I sort of forgot. But I remember the free pass into Ontario Place. So Obviously, that doesn't—that's not the case anymore. But. Because it does not exist anymore for those who aren't aware. But yeah. there's a story there, and that's a very Toronto story. But but the main draw of doing the X was to also go to Ontario Place because we would well, go to the water park for for back then. And then in recent years, it's been well. People talk more about the carnival food, right? Yeah, and I will say that as I grew older, well, I wouldn't be inclined to go to the water parks anymore, to be honest, because it is a pretty basic water park. But, you know, as a kid, it's a good water park. It does the job well. It does what it needs to do, entertain kids and families. And nowadays, I think it's that I, how do I put this? I like going to festival environments, but I'm not, I don't like spending money at these places. Okay. Because the food is now very expensive, relatively speaking. See, uh, a friend of mine told me they used to, like, one of the more popular stalls during, in the food building during, during the CNE was, like, the, uh, the 99 cent spaghetti. I think that's still there. Yeah, a dollar ninety nine. But yeah, it's still you know, inflation had to kick in at some point for everybody, but mm. still pretty affordable. Oh yeah, yeah. And but I'm not gonna go to the X just to eat, eat that. I can make that shit at home, right? And because it's like with me in these kinds of environments, it's like yeah, I do want to try the weirder stuff because that is a draw for some, and it's probably the only draw for me at this point. But then, you know, I try to watch my diet nowadays. Yes. Eating that stuff is not going to help that one bit. And it is expensive. And I'd be more inclined to share that kind of stuff with people rather than buying one whole thing by myself. See, this was the opposite of whenever I visited the ads because <laughs> I because, you know, nobody would go with me. So I, I always went by myself for over the years, right? Okay. Maybe I'd meet up with my best friend and his family. I think that, would, that happened one time. I would only go with other people. I would, I would not go by myself. Okay. So, I, so in the years that I went, and I, and I was reminded of one of my first visits to the c &E in like a decade, which happened about a decade ago. Mm -hmm. Because I remember, because I, I, uh, I remember taking pictures and went to see a game at BMO Field because, you know... Uh, if uh, if an event happens at BMO Field, whether it's a soccer game or now a football game, 
you and you had a ticket to that. You had free access into the CNE that day as well. Wasn't there an? Aren't the Argos playing? Like, yeah, they play it in BMO Field as well. Yeah, they so play for the stadium. As no, well. but is is the CLF season on right now? Yes, I yes. think there, there are, are two, at least there, one or two games that happen during CNE. So I, and, yeah, I heard there was something like that where yes. you can go see the Argos and, Toronto and they F- need it. Yeah, well, they need it. Yeah, and Toronto FC, same thing. Oh, really? Toronto FC had, had like, both, the Argos had two ga- has ha- have played two games during the course of the CNE. Toronto FC have played two games during the course of the CNE. But, they played earlier this week. But they TFC played, wouldn't be free. The game itself, no, 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 because you still have to pay for tickets to actually get into the stadium both times, for both. Oh, okay. But if you bought a ticket, you'd have a free pass into the CNE. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, well, and... I thought it was the other way around for some reason. No, okay. For the Argos. I know Argos, MLSC need, Argos would need... not let you have no. free tickets for TFC. No way. No way. It, uh, even if they suck, which they did tonight, by the way. Um, they just <laughs> lost to Montreal. Out of okay. all teams to lose to, by the way. Oh, I don't follow um, but, TFC. But, yeah, but you know the... Or MLS, and, so yeah, I don't yeah. care. They, they played earlier tonight. They lost 4-3 to Montreal. So there's that type of stuff. And I looked at some of the weird, like, whenever I went, first of all, you hear about the weird food concoctions that happen at the CNE. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I, I was, I, I'm kind of dumb in finding those type of things. Okay. It's just, I don't know where to look. That was in the past. Isn't it just in the food hall? There wasn't the food hall. Sometimes, yes, but sometimes it's in, a, like, a food truck uh, oh. around, the, around the midway. Well, that's what the info boosts are for at that point. Yeah, I guess I, I, I just don't like asking. So, I don't blame you. That's, that's a stereotypical male thing to not ask. Yeah, that too. So I, I started going on and off over the last decade. Went, I think the last one I went to was in 2018, though. So I missed out on 2019. Obviously, 20 and 21, not happening. And probably 22, eh, who's to say? Well, think, there is at least one more day, so who knows? I think for me and the X is that there would need to be other events going on that would make me consider going. And none of that stuff really appealed to me. Like yeah. maybe one thing, but like it wouldn't compel me enough to go for that one thing. Well, when Amy comes back, maybe we'll ask her what it, what grabbed her attention this time around. Like I will go if friends suggest going and then I'll consider going because it's more so me just going to socialize with people. Mm -hmm. But I would not be the person to suggest to others, hey, let's go to CNE. Okay. Well, for me, the the tradition, the only real tradition, I never considered it a visit to the CNE or summer for that matter if I didn't have at least one funnel cake Sunday. Mm. Summer uh, summer isn't quite over yet, but it probably won't be at the CNE. Yeah, and just... And just continuing off of my point about like food being expensive, like every festival's food has now become like pretty expensive. And I had this discussion with a friend years ago where the thought was like, why are these things expensive? Well, we know the reasons why they are, but I think my friend was griping about how like food truck costs are a lot lower than when comparing it to a restaurant. Oh, to run a fruit truck. Yes. The okay. cost to run a fruit truck is smaller than running a full-scale restaurant. But then you're charging more than you would at the restaurant. I guess. I guess some of it's also operating hours. But they... But the good food trucks make good business. And you know what? We all know why they do it. It's because they can. Mm-hmm. Because mar- you can have a higher margin because people, you know, are there and they're having a good time doing things. So they want to eat and they don't want to go far to find food. So then they have to buy food there or they just want to try out different stuff that they haven't before. And that's you, fine. And that's part of it as well. And it's that's just, fine. It's just, right? the crea- it's just that you will see something like for a, uh, for a goer, they'll just stumble on something they wouldn't have every day. And that's fine, right? Like, you know, obviously, I'm not, who am I to tell people how to spend their money? But just personally, I just look at those prices and I just go, <laughs> Well, as we start to reel it in a little bit more, 
on things that I've, we've missed and start to reel it in on things that are fairly relevant to this podcast. Yeah. I and missed- telling people, uh, you know, not judging how people spend their money. Yeah, I missed Fan Expo too. See, I know none of us, I think, went to Fan Expo. And it, it's, it's rarely talked about on this podcast, and it's not necessarily a shot at Fan Expo. Because, I mean, I, uh, I've made a, I haven't made a secret of, at least to you guys, about my, where I've been with Fan Expo in the past. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of respect. I have a lot of respect for that show. It's just not my thing anymore. That's really what it comes down to. There's a lot of things that aren't my thing, though. See, the thing with Fan Expo and myself is that they want all the otaku and anime fans to come, but then don't provide that much for them when it comes to guests or programming. Although we, we had the we had this talk on the Discord a couple days ago. Yes. Or last week. That now, there there was a little something. This year in terms of programming, it was a little better. They actually had some cultural programming and not cultural in terms of actual cultural things, not pornographic culture. Which 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 uh, which was a th- a part of this conversation, by the way. <laughs> so So like tr- real culture, so to speak. So one panel that I noticed on the schedule was it was an hour-long panel about the significance of cherry blossoms in Japan. I thought, whoa, like, they've never had this kind of panel before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm all for that. Like, that's a cool thing to have. That's something different. You could argue that doesn't really fit with the type of crowd that goes to Fan Expo as a whole. But, you know what? It's something different. It's educational. People could learn something for it. Tangentially related to anime. Yeah, but that's, uh, that's sort of how this podcast tends to be too. So, you know what? Good on them. Who, the panel, whoever that panelist is, good on you. We're doing it. And getting it. <laughs> well, and they did start doing a couple of trivia shows this year. I think this is the first time they've done it in quite a while because we all know the, the people that you know the York alumni that used to run the game shows haven't been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to see like something similar to that again. Yeah, I, I think the thing is Fan Expo outgrew the way we did things. Mm-hmm. As I said, it's just the way things turned out. There's no... Like, it's just the way it is. And nothing wrong with that. Just, you know, different directions. And... You know, it's all good and well that they get good TV celebrity guests and they get an amazing selection of comic book artists, local and international. But it kind of sucks that they don't make that effort to bring in Japanese creators and talent anymore. They really only get voice actors that are based in North America. It's a, I guess it's a value type I, I forgot the term cost uh, cost efficiency or well but even in the past they would get one person oh no i know because night came one year the yeah years of lotus War yeah. came another year um a couple of japanese voice actresses like it's happened in the came. past right Creator, like the creators of the creators of utena one like early on like I remember when Angela came and performed oh, that, one that, year. That might have been the that might have been the highlight of all the Japanese guests. That was two thousand and four or two thousand five, I believe. I that believe was, it was five. That was my first fan expo. Mm-hmm. And I think this was right before they changed the name to Fan Expo too. No, it was called something else. But yeah, it was called CN Anime. Well, it was called. Um, the Canadian National Expo. There's there's a story behind the way it, the naming of the show, and it would conflict in many different ways. But uh, I guess on the outside, yeah. And the CN anime was part of a bigger umbrella. Hmm. And yes, like right. The Canadian National Comic Book Festival. 
or something to that effect. Oh yeah, there'd be like five different brandings. Brandings, yeah. Yeah, and then one was then, horror, one was gaming, one was sci-fi, one was anime, and one mm-hmm. was comics. Yes, and then they brought it all, and then they they you know merged the names into the fan expo name. And you don't see a lot of horror stuff anymore either. I think they do still get some horror guests, but that also kind of more or less fell to the wayside as well. Mm-hmm. With the odd time, they'll get like a big guest. Okay. Like an Alice Cooper or whatnot. Well, yeah, it's not always something I, 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 as I said, it's not something I kept up with. I, Lawrence, you remember my, our, our friend Lawrence? Yes, who's I remember appeared Lawrence. appeared a couple, yep. couple times on, uh, during the Anime North episodes. He was, I do. He, he bailed me out on night one at Anime North this year too. Yes, he did because I was uh, too tired to... <laughs> To visit. To visit. You no, know, because it takes me a while to set up. Yeah. And, like, uh, yeah, no, at, at the old Nomi. So, and he was at, he was at Fan Expo. Like, he, okay. he, he marveled at the fact that, you know, uh, GameStop didn't have much there. Because they, they had a presence there over the years. But obviously, with all their issues. Yeah, they, they've been quietly closing stores. Mm-hmm. In Ontario and in Canada. Like, it, this, this was pre-pandemic, too. Like, this it, is, this, it's an ongoing thing, and it sort of came to a head over the Because I, I used to work for them at, at a retail level, and even then they were quietly cutting like the odd store here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I keep, yeah, and that was, some, that was just something we, uh, he brought up when I uh, talked with him again. So um, maybe I should, uh, I should try and rehash a little bit more of our conversations about that, or I have him on and just give his impressions about being there this year because he, he he's he's about the only, well one of the few people amongst who who have been on the around this table in recent years who have been there okay right as i said none of us went i i know um uh, mo joked about being in the area but he was out to see something more important like a jays game wow. although uh, although although they, although they wow. sucked that day too way to rub it in mike what that you know, going to the Javes game was better than Fan Expo. Well, it depends on your priorities, right? Yeah, it does. And what you want. It, so. just, it felt like a side jab at them <laughs> coming from you. <laughs> but the thing with me is that... <laughs> okay, now I know where you went with that <laughs> one. So, But yeah, there's just not really anything that drives me to go. And usually it needs to be a guest I care about. Mm-hmm. And... There wasn't any this year for me. Okay. That I didn't learn about until after the fact. Because, actually not after the fact, during that weekend. Because I didn't look at the schedule until Friday. So this is already day two of Fan Expo. And I noticed that uh, Wong Fu Productions was around. They were. I knew, I did hear about that actually. Well, I haven't watched their stuff in a long time, but you know, I did watch some of their earlier work and I enjoyed it. So I would have considered going for them. And I believe the Cyanide and Happiness creator was there too. Hmm. Okay. So I was like, oh, okay. Like I actually liked their work. I've enjoyed their work. So I would be a little more inclined to check out and see if they were doing a signing or if they were doing any panels. I wish I could say more. It's just, you know, me. Mm-hmm. But like, other than that, like there were no Japanese guests I cared about, let alone any Japanese guests. And the voice actors that came were not people I would want to get an autograph from. Ah, and that's just not because they're jerks. It's just, just not interested. Just not interested. Truth be told, I don't watch English dubs mm-hmm. anymore. If only because I usually will prefer watching Japanese the first time around when it comes to anime. Then later on, I will, if I'm so inclined, I'll watch it in English. Okay. Or, and plus, like, anime for the most part doesn't air on TV anymore. It's all streaming, but it's all streaming, but. I, but because when you watch it on cable, it's only in English. Plus, like, there's the whole notion of appointment tuning that actually isn't. Will, well, yeah, it will actually get me to watch something. Yeah, although you wonder how you can, how much you can do that these days. I think I think sports is the uh, well. It's been long argued that sports is one of the few times appointment viewing 
still really exists. You can't really, how uh, beyond sports, how many instances can you, you know, really say a point in viewing is a thing? And so. you know, the people at OITV and Teletoon don't like anime enough to make it a priority to put that stuff on television anymore. At least the anime that would cater to an older audience. So that's not an option for me anymore either. Like mm-hmm. we don't have, we don't have a tsunami here. Yeah, your hand is you. You have a better sense of the pulse than I do on on that issue. So like if if we I, had something like tsunami here, or like if Bionics never got canceled as a block, then I would likely be more inclined to at least try and catch the odd show here and there nowadays Mm -hmm. because it's something to look forward to that's like oh it's a limited time if you don't watch this episode like well okay you know truth be told yes you can watch it online and stuff but if it's online then my perceived notion of oh i can just watch that whenever i want is there and then i just don't watch it in the end yeah okay actually having said all of this and mm-hmm. um do you want to move away from fan expo for uh, in a bit or how, mu- how much more do we want to talk about fan expo because oh um the other reason why i don't go is because it's just so damn expensive to go and i because there is nothing i want to go see it doesn't justify the cost of me just going to wander around mm-hmm. and i did go to toronto comic-con in march actually Oh, okay. So I actually decided to do that that March out of curiosity. And I did feel like I wasted my time by going. So it's just not your thing. Yeah, because I was maybe in and out in like two, three hours tops. Yeah, okay. That sort of feels like me as well. Now, where was I? Before I go away from now, you know what? My my uh, thoughts are uh, my thought. I The other train of thought that I want to go with has completely left. Oh, now I know. You said, okay, yes, I can watch this online. Now, I, I, I started seeing um, bits this week that uh, crunchy, some Crunchyroll subscribers in the States have been notified that their price for their premium subscription is going up $2 a month mm-hmm. in the near future. Okay. Just putting that out there, I, I, I think I want to try and learn more about it personally. Remember, we we heard this the this thread about um, other other areas has seen their prices come down a little bit. Yeah, because they're, the selection isn't as much there. Because or, they're all they're for the most part non English speaking countries, and they're and they're trying to expand. And they need all the revenue they can get from those places. Yeah, we got you better, hooked. Because it's better to get like three bucks from Liechtenstein than just having people pirate it. Yeah, and then but when it comes to the home, to market like the U.S. Well, we got you already. Yeah, like the, the like they're two, three million subscribers. Mm-hmm. It because it proves it's it's just amazing to see how few people were actually paying for that service. Yeah. Okay. Back then, or well, two years ago, or whatever, however many months or years it was when they cut off the free, which I think actually was only actually yeah, it, was it was this was April. Fairly recent. It was this April. Fairly recent. Because I was one of those people that would only watch it for free because yeah. I didn't need to watch it right that second because mm-hmm. I wasn't part of the anime viewing community discourse. Like I didn't feel compelled to need to talk to people about the latest episode. Yeah. I, I And you know what? Even if I was, I would have likely just pirated the episode. And then a week later, I will just stream it and leave it on while I'm doing something else. That way I did give them the click and it gave them the 0.3 cents of ad revenue. See, it's funny because we can have this, uh, this uh, debate about the merits of still just leaving. Like, this is the, the television medium. Just watching when you're, you can be passively watching something or passively consuming something. That's the television medium. Whereas movies, you have to have a degree of attention. I, you know what? Like, this is another discussion. I, I can't do that for TV on the first viewing. Okay. And that's why I would, that's why for subsequent viewings, like the example I just gave you, that's when I will leave it on. Or if it's a podcast, I'm more inclined to leave it on while doing something else. Passive consumption. But then I actually am paying attention most of the time anyway. 
when it comes to that. But like TV and movies, no, I have to sit down and focus. Ah, uh, okay. The first time. Maybe my my uh, my viewing habits and my consumption habits are uh, a little weirder in that sense. See, like, or different at the very least. Like with me, my passive consumption will be like leaving YouTube on. So for me, recently it's been like, uh, what was it? I sometimes watch AOE two gameplay, Age of Empires two gameplay. And I'll leave that on in the background. Oh, okay. And like trash taste episodes that I've listened, I've already listened to once. I'll leave those on in the background. Mm-hmm. See, for me, my background viewing is sports, mm. even esports. Nice segue. Yes. Which leads into, and I'll come back to. I want to talk about a little bit about my country role consumption before we end tonight too. But on the topic of things in, going on in Toronto, we have missed, or in this case now will miss, there is a future one coming up. And we, I, you, um, anyone who listens knows that, uh, the, uh, that I, I, do, I am a casual watcher of Overwatch, uh, or at least the competitive Overwatch scene, and more specifically Overwatch League. And... The setup for the for their next major, for Major 3, the Summer Showdown, has ended today. And the tournament for that actually takes place in Toronto in the coming week. And I, I know we'll talk... A, see, I think we'll talk a little bit more about it after it has happened. But this is like the second major esports thing to have happened in the last number, a couple of months here in Toronto. Because... Um, the same people putting this on also did a did major three for Call of Duty League. I forgot mm. exactly when. I think it was in May or June or something like that. So, and it took place in the same place at Madame Athletic Center, the former Maple Leaf Gardens. The um, summer showdown for Overwatch League will take place this week at Madame at Madame Athletic Center as well. So, I think um, they were. I think the. Um, people who put it on were really happy with how it went. Mm-hmm. And they already had the rights to do the Toronto, um, to, they already had the rights to do the Overwatch one, and they now put it, put it in uh, the same place. There's a, there's a little bit more we can talk about on this uh, in the future. Just, you know, there was a part of me that, that wanted to try and go to see some of this this week. Okay. Just, as a, just, as a, just out of curiosity, but then, you know, my regular life gets in the way. Well, and it's sold out for the final day. Oh, there you go. Well, I was going to say, it's all but sold out on the final day. Like, you know, there's things where it happens. Like, because you can make the argument that if you really wanted to go badly enough, you would have gone. I would. But that's not a big want. It's more of a curiosity. But I know sometimes I'll just procrastinate on that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. That's basically what happened because I was thinking maybe I'd take a, I'd go on the final day on the Sunday. Then when I was ready to actually look for tickets, I found out that the cheap seats were already gone. And then the ones the that premium were more seats. expensive were just, you just couldn't justify it. Because they were four-day passes. Oh. So you're no more single paying days. the four-day for no, the no more single seats. Yeah. No more single seats for And then that on principle, you're like, eh. Not principle. It's just practicality. I yeah. Realistically, would I even try to be there at any other point? But, um, mm. but it's, it probably bodes okay. For the fan, for the fan base, anyway, so good for them, and and uh, I'll be I'll try and watch it wherever I could. Like I procrastinated on buying a trash taste ticket, and it sold out. It sold uh, out at the CNE, right? So at uh, well, at the Queen Elizabeth Theater, and I want to go see Sun Me later this week. Is that sold out? I don't know. Well, you can look I, it up. I kept on forgetting to check. I like I think I checked one or two times, but then. I don't know. Something distracted me. I didn't buy my ticket. So then now I'm like, oh, I need to see if it's still available or not. Well, we can check afterwards. Okay. Well, before we go this evening, um, oh, one other thing. Um, in terms of actual watching over the last month, yeah, I have not had a chance to really watch anime. The only thing I got down to is watching episode two of the third season of Kaguya-sama. Okay. Forget playing video games. 
So so the uh, so the PlayStation Five is sat under a co- that cover you got you see in front of you. So when was the last time you opened that thing? Sometime in the spring, oh, I think. Geez. I think sometime in the spring. A- anyway, and that was just to just just to get the motor running. Well, for me, it's it's been mostly Shin Megami Tensei Five. Okay, I've still been... see you're playing. You play. I I only play. This is gonna sound bad now. I only play. When my niece wants to watch me play Switch. Well, that's cool. The thing is... What a good uncle. Shin Megami Tensei Five is a rated M game, and my niece is five years old. <laughs> it was like me showing violent anime to my little sister as a, uh, when she was in kindergarten. You gotta, you gotta weeb them while they're young, right? <laughs> nice but, but, well, to be fair, she has not been around when the more gory murders have happened. It's just really just seeing demons, you know, die, so to speak, in battles. And those are not very graphic. But, yeah, there are cutscenes in SMT5 where, like, people die and it's kind of bloody. Those she's not around for, thankfully. Mm -hmm. And it's just the language used in SMT5 is also, like, it's like a higher level English just because the way they elected to translate lines... They sound a little more antiquated. That's the other thing. And the concepts in that game can be hard for a five-year-old to wrap their head around. But, you know, they like to see the pretty demons, like the cute ones. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Okay. Uh, other than that, I've been reading some manga. I've... What have I read? I'm trying to think now. Just one title off the top. I've been reading more World's End Harem. Okay. Uh, it's like I've said before, it's a trash series. It really is. But it's just so entertaining. That's the thing. Sometimes, uh, sometimes these things, sometimes there's nothing wrong with just switching off your brain. And I'll acknowledge it's, yeah, it, I was in the mood for a turn your brain off kind of series. And I did watch a couple episodes of the anime like a month or two ago. So that compelled me to read some of the manga, and I found a good amount of it at a good price. So then I made that dive. And yeah, I, it's where I'm at right now. It's still fun and dumb and like garbage, but I, I do hear that the plot does slow down a bit because before in, in a past episode or the past episode, I said how, yeah, there is actual plot and, as like hackneyed as it can be and there is plot progression but now i'm hearing that might not be the case at at least where it's at right now so Hmm. we'll see okay okay here's here's my thing um and and going back to what i'm uh, with my watching and consuming see you mentioned that you can only when you watch anime you can only watch it in japanese with subtitles right that's my preference preference i i will still watch english if someone else wants to watch it in English. Okay. Like See, in a group environment, because that's the other times when I will be willing to watch anything nowadays. See, I, with, with, with my fear that I'm not able to watch things more than once, a, a series more than once sometimes, I have this habit these days, and I think I've, I don't know how much I've mentioned this in the past, of alternating audio tracks. You mentioned it offhand in a past episode. Okay. Well, you did that, we did that with Demon Slayer. Yes, I did do that with De- uh, Demon that Slayer. Which did throw me off a little bit. I was like, why are we switching now? Oh yeah, I did when I do did have that, a, when we did that group watch thing yeah, for a bit. Yeah. Oh yeah, when we watched it a little bit. And and I did that with, and I'm doing I'm doing that with uh, Kaguya-sama. And I made this joke, Kenny Omega would sound like a great narrator for the English version. But but my, my habits are just I watch the first episode in, in, in with Japanese audio and then next and then the next two episodes in English and then I alternate as much as I could. That's weird. <laughs> well, so that I so that the final episode conceive in in theory can be in in Japanese as well. See, if that was me, what I would do would be to watch episode one twice in both languages. Then I would watch episode two twice in both languages. That's how I would go about it. So I would effectively be watching the oh, show. Oh well, yeah, we got twice. And, and as you, when you bring that time. up, sometimes it's okay because maybe you'll miss a subtlety in English, like because the sometimes the 
sometimes the dialogue goes so fast you miss something mm-hmm. that sometimes you actually need to hear the subtitles to be able to tell you what to give you a better idea. If I was to alternate, I would do it chronologically. I wouldn't go in between as I'm progressing through the episodes like you do. I wouldn't do that. Okay. I'm just weird that way. Which is all well and good. You you enjoy your thing however you want because it doesn't it, bother anybody else. Nope. Uh, here, you know what? Uh, something else that uh, did come in today, though. Um, remember, I made uh, after I, I meant I watched the silent um, a silent voice the movie some about a year or so ago. Oh yeah. So your hardcovers are coming in. Uh, the second one just came in. Oh, uh, earlier today. It, it had been delayed a few times, but it, the, I now have both. So they're big. Is it the whole thing in two books, or is it like yep. three books? Oh wow! And then I think yeah, I think it's a, and then I think uh, in uh, a translation of the original short story for the mm. first time too. Oh, so that's how they get you. Okay, that's that's the hook for those who didn't have it already. Anyway, it's like with how. Okay, so here's one other thing I was reading. So I finally finished Roni Kenshin. Oh yes, you did mention that, and. They added the the spring mini chapter at the very end. Oh, of the omnibus. Yes, and that wasn't in the initial single. No, you're release. right. It wasn't. It wasn't. I remember I remember reading a scanlation of that years ago. Like Yahiko Sakabato was in that final volume, I believe. But but the Haru, whatever the subtitle is for that like six, seven chap page mini chapter. Uh, was not in the original release, but it was in this one. And it was I was in a cherry blossom festival, uh, a cherry blossom like viewing or something. Yeah, if memory serves me right. Because it basically it was everybody meeting up for the first time in a while, except yeah. for Sanosuke, because he was in Mongolia. Yeah, he was just like gallivanting into Mongolia and said, "Hey, I'll be back soon." Well, I think wasn't he? Uh, uh, wasn't he also trying to escape some sort of capture? Yeah, he was escaping capture at the end of Roni Kenshin. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert, but. The other interesting thing was that the original release of Volume 28 has a one-shot from Kenshin, just of a one of his random one-shots from the past. That was not in the Viz Big Edition. By both ways, right? <laughs> uh, well, I so I finally finished it. Uh, no, I like the ending. It took me a little bit to remember what was going on because... Uh, okay, so well, this for Roni Kenshin. I was, I stopped at volume twenty four, and that was right when Kenshin got his ass handed to him by Enishi. Mm-hmm. So Kenshin was was depressed and didn't lost his way, and he so he ran off to some random like destroyed village, and he chained up his his sword, his sword, and. It was like, oh, I can't do it, like, blah, blah, blah. And then that was where I ended off. Okay. I mean, I'm trying, I mean, it's all blurry to me now since it's been that long. And obviously, well, finish up your thought and then I'll. Okay, so we're still talking about Kenshin spoilers. So the the final fight was nice. Ending was pretty cliche, though. Yes, that, it was, it was. In that, like, Kenshin was getting his ass kicked and then he was able to do a couple of decisive blows that affected Enishi's hearing. And then the part where he or Enishi tore off his eardrum was kind of weird. And then there was the, the guy who Kenshin beat up or I guess, or the others beat up. I don't remember exactly now. He was going to shoot Kaoru and then uh, Enishi was like, actually saved her because he couldn't, you know, allow the same thing to happen to her that happened to Tomoe, mm-hmm. even though it would have been sort of what he wanted. Sort of what exactly it was like. I get it. I get it. But then he didn't want to harm Karu in the beginning anyway, so it made sense. Yeah, that wasn't his point. So, but I, I was just like, oh, I, I already was like predicting, like, okay, yeah, he, like, any she's gonna like come in, and he did. <laughs> So it just, it was pretty predictable, but you know, it's nice all the same. And uh, I guess it had that kind of long denouement that was, I actually didn't expect that. Hmm. But I didn't mind it all the same. Okay, Reed. 
But like, I don't know, what did you think about the end of Kenshin? Oh, it was so long ago. I mean, when I think of it now, and this is staying the obvious, you always think about Watsuki himself. Mm. And, and I, I probably don't need to go any further, right? Because that's, that, that's, that's always going to be a, a overshadow anything, I you, think. You know, funny how you say that, because there were a couple of panels here and there where I was like, huh, this joke doesn't sit well nowadays. <laughs> so I'll actually explain. So I don't remember the exact chapter, but someone was jokingly accusing another character like, oh, so you're a pedophile, eh? And then the the character was like, no, no, I'm not. And then I was like, hmm. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Well, that's, that's about it. I mean, that's all that's really on my mind. You know, it, it was funny. Um, over the past couple weeks, we know that, like, James and Mo, they sent in a couple of links to our, to our Discord chats just, to, just on headlines that caught, caught their attention. And as much as I'd want to actually bring one or two of them up now, we've gone for a while, and I didn't want to go, and this is probably not the form to do it yet. Mm-hmm. Or do you want to at least bring up one thing that caught your attention, and then we'll probably, I get the feeling we'll expand on that a little more. For me, it was the Katakawa interview that Christopher McDonald had with, I believe, the CEO of Katakawa, and the Manga Plus Creator Service. Okay. It, well, anything, whenever Chris actually uh, writes anything for ANN, I always think of it as noteworthy anyway. Because, you know, he doesn't really do anything these days in terms of actual, you know... Editorial actual, content, yeah, yes. Actual content. He's just, he's just running the show behind... He's just running the show, right? Mm-hmm. He's just running the show, you know, the structure. The manga creator thing, I, okay, I, I, I will want to flesh that out. So this is not the place to be talking about that. I mean, or maybe at least I want to learn a little bit more before I, we talk a little more about it. But I haven't fully read that article yet. I can only skim through it. But then I'm always a little skeptical of, the, skeptical of those because that it just is. runs the risk of creators being exploited. Like, for and, example... And, and I'm sure... You know, I, I'm sure Shonen Jump has never been <laughs> accused of something like you know, that. For example, the rising stars of manga that Tokyo Pop did years ago, and they're trying to start that up again now. And people who have been following that for ages would know what I'm getting at, too. Understood. Okay, the... I'll just bring up one story, and it was just... James put up a story from Forbes concerning, well, Crunchyroll has now... <laughs> Crunchyroll really, really wants to rule the anime world. How Crunchyroll is building an empire of anime. That's the title of the uh, Forbes article, and I, I, I want to read through mm, that one. Oh, yeah, I but, would and, be inclined and, and, to read and that. And that was timely because it was, you know, just days after the Right Stuff announcement when we did, did our last episode. Oh, yeah. So that, I want to see if I could read that, but that's typically behind a paywall. Forbes is usually by subscription. So I'll see if I can read that and maybe uh, glean out a couple things. That a couple of my orders working. are still being held up for some reason. I have to look into that later. Ah, the fallout begins. Anyway, and maybe by then, uh, by the time we actually tape episode 70, who would have thunk? Mind you, it got here by default because of the pandemic, but... Maybe we maybe there's a few other things to mention too. Well, there'll probably be some newer things because I guess we should say we may cover these things in the next episode because those would have been older news. Well, yeah, point. we're talking about um, a month. And they're already kind of old at this point anyway. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, that's uh, but we did want to at least get half our quota in for September, so uh, <laughs> early on. <laughs> hmm. 
Well, we could have done this online too, really. We could have, but uh, thanks for uh, taking a little bit of time out. Want to go for a frosty? I'm before, down before the uh, before the uh, sale ends on that uh, tomorrow. <laughs> why not? Well, why, why don't you go get one as well out there? It'll probably be more expensive by the time you hear this. Anyway, that's all we got to chat about in the space heater this time around. But if you have any questions or comments, as always, look us up. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Anime Roundtable, the old website, which at least is better updated than the Twitter. <laughs> AnimeRoundtable.com, and you can also email us old school, AnimeRoundtable at gmail.com. Also, we do have a presence on Twitch, which we never use, twitch.tv slash AnimeRoundtable. We do have a YouTube channel, which we never use. I forget it. forget it off the top of my head. And, oh, yes, a quick shout-out to the J-Squared Podcast who actually gave us a follow this week on, uh, on Instagram. I'll uh, send you a message soon just as a huh. thank you. Yes, we'll acknowledge your existence, and thank you well, for acknowledging no, thank ours. You thank you for acknowledging ours. Um, and uh, what is it? Yeah, we'll, we'll try and put up anything we can, but uh, whenever we can. But, you know, we try, we'll try and put something at least twice a month but we're, uh, on any platform. But regardless, uh, give us a subscription or a follow on any platform we're on. Also, as a podcast, leave us a review. Yes. So we're on Spotify. I almost said Shopify. Oh, my God. Uh, Well, it's a Canadian thing. (laughs) We're on Google Podcasts. Yes, Apple Podcasts. We're on Stitcher, I believe. Yeah, yeah, we're there. Well, we're on most, and almost <laughs> so bad. We, I should know this off the top of my head. Well, because I say it all. I, I say it all the time. But I, but the problem is, I didn't have the script in front of me. Well, I should just know anyway. <laughs> yeah, but leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts, because you know it always helps us in the algorithm a little bit. Five star reviews, right? Yeah, or or at least something constructive. Just don't leave us a one star review. Then then don't bother, please. <laughs> Well, unless you really had something to gripe to us about, yeah. Anyway, hopefully, uh, hopefully that's enough to get uh, get it going for September, and hopefully we'll all be able to follow through uh, before the month is out. But until then, uh, thanks for spending an hour with us just to catch up, and we'll hopefully talk to you again for episode seventy, whenever that happens. Hopefully by the end of the month. <laughs> talk to you later. Good night. Good night.